This is Future IQ with Naveen and Shrikant, where our goal is the relentless pursuit of knowledge. Let's begin. Did you know that a quarter of all the lies are said by just one percent of the population? Okay. Uh... <laughs> So you're thinking exactly what I'm thinking, right? Right. Uh, why can't we do anything about them? Yes. Why do we have to keep doing that thing every five years for them? Not fair. Okay, I have no idea what he's talking about. But, uh, so this explains uh, why there are so many lies. Uh, but it also gives us an idea of how this wait, can be tackled. Wait, did you say a quarter of all the lies? Yeah. That seems like a fairly large number. Yes. In fact, this concept is going to come back again and again, right? That a very large fraction of something is contributed by a very small number of uh, the population, right? Okay. Um, I mean, you must have heard of uh, the Pareto law, right? Uh, Pareto is, principle. Is, that 80% of the output is generated by 20% of... Uh, the people which kind of is seen in in a lot of social networks because right. the greatest number of followers are typically concentrated in those few yeah. accounts like right. Barack Obama right. or Justin Bieber or yeah uh, I don't even so know in general PewDiePie on YouTube we need to get to the 10 million number <laughs> subscribe yeah. I hate so that. Uh, this concept is called a power law or uh, a power law distribution and today's episode we are going to talk about what are all the different places hmm. in normal life that power laws start showing up and how if you are not careful about understanding power laws you can make mistakes conversely how hmm. if you understand power laws you know how to use it to your advantage right okay right power so, laws yes so let's take an example of a social network the okay. only power laws we know is the electricity going off in our house power laws <laughs> sorry bad joke continue <laughs> example all right so um to give you an idea of where power laws come from, okay? uh, we are going to take another toy example, right? Imagine I am creating a social network, okay? Start with 100 of my friends and they know each other. And Naveen is on a very weird power trip and a toy trip. Matlab, yes. Recently we did an episode on uh, the power of compounding. Now we are doing power laws and now he is giving toys as, no, toy examples, not toys as examples. So, toy examples are very important in understanding the world, okay? Yes, thought experiments we call them in physics. Yes. Go on. So, I start with, a, I start a social network. Ah. It starts with say 100-ish people. Okay. And uh, each person connects to their friends. Correct. Now, every new person that is added to this social network, hmm. okay, let's say they immediately connect to up to say 50 people, right? Okay. Some hmm. of them connect to 10, some to 20, some to 40, whatever. Hmm. But... Each person hmm. whom they connect to is proportional to how many followers or friends connections that person already has. Seems quite reasonable, right? Yeah. As in, if somebody is very popular, more people are likely to connect to them. And somebody who is not very friendly, fewer people are likely to connect to them. Or right? somebody who is introvert, not right? necessarily not friendly, that also, yeah. If you simulate this hmm. and then you grow it to a million people. And then if you count hmm. how many connections each person has Haan. and sort them Haan. in decreasing order of number of connections, Haan. right? 
what you will notice what do you think the curve is going to be like right we are sorting by decreasing order of number of connections huh. do you think it will be like a linear straight line going like this i have a feeling it won't be a no. straight line it is an exponentially decreasing curve right there you go the first person will have a ridiculously high number of uh, followers like you know probably 500000 mm. the next one will also have high but it will be a sharp fall it will not be like just one or two less than the top right the one percent right the next one will also be another sharp fall right Correct. and there'll be like a initially it will be a very steep fall and then it starts flattening out and then by the time you come to the end it just seems to be going almost flat this is the reverse power of compounding in the exactly. power of compounding we looked at the other direction we started slow and grew fast this is top and then slide down in fact this uh, graph I mean, wise huh? yeah no in, it's the same concept okay right it's just we are looking at it in reverse like you uh, said it occurs because of the same basic principles accidental right? knowledge happened yeah so in power of compounding we mm. talked about how compounding happens huh? when the growth at any stage is proportional to the oh, yeah. size at that stage correct right? correct where the growth is a percentage so where the interest is a percentage of the principal itself right mathematics um, same thing is happening in our social network right there mm. is a person growth in how many connections a person gets mm. is proportional to how many connections that person already has right there is another name for this dynamic and yes. a name that i don't really like very much the name that i have heard is the rich get richer yeah i mean you might not like it I, but I everything don't. in the world works on that principle <laughs> that's okay? why i don't unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> or whatever right i mean in some cases you got to fight on this very well in some cases it is very bad but because whenever there is a rich get richer dynamic hmm. in how a complex system grows hmm. you will end up with a situation where some metric that hmm. you are measuring hmm. if you add it all up and then you sort by decreasing order of that metric you will find that there is a power, power law, law. there is a very distinct power law and by power law what it simply means is that the curve that forms hmm. is an exponential decay uh, mathematically it is a raised to minus x etc that's why it is called a power law okay right but <laughs> we are not going to talk about the mathematics okay today we are going to talk about what it means in uh, i mean you know in, in our daily lives you yeah. in your daily life and what are the implications of a power law but before i wanted to impress on you huh. that it occurs very naturally as a result of very reasonable well uh, it's not always steps. all natural there are some yeah. artificial situations also where the yeah. power law is kind yeah. of right created yeah as a result of situations right so just to give examples right ha huh. uh, wealth distribution is a power law okay if you look at the richest person second richest person third richest person hmm. it will be a power law right? it it actually is true so right? uh, yeah uh, income distribution is a different power law yeah if you look at just populations right populations of different countries china india uh, us so on right hmm. that is a power law if you look at populations within a country like hmm. populations of cities and towns and villages you will notice that there is a power law there will be a few cities like with ridiculously high populations and then after that it falls sharply delhi mumbai within a city Chennai, kolkata within a city if you look at populations 
of different uh, areas pockets. of this pockets of the city you will notice there's a power law there also right okay. so that is in fact one of the important properties of anything depending on a power law and it now that you mentioned it free. The, uh, the concept of the rich getting richer applies to each one of these examples Levels. that you uh, mentioned because uh, cities keep growing exponentially in size because yeah. there are already lots of people then more people come and then Correct. it keeps growing whereas a smaller town or a village might not get as many people coming and settling there for multiple reasons that right yeah and yeah and Aund is a hot area that's why more people want to stay in Aund and because there are lots of people in Aund there are lots of services there are lots of shops there everything is there so then more people want to so stay it's a cycle, whereas yeah. if you go like outside to an empty area hmm. very few people stay there so nobody wants to stay there right so it's Correct. a power law up there eventually there will be people staying there but it's a slow growth there exactly so this is right. where you have to look at the other episode which is the power of compounding on how but anyway slow. we are talking about the power law here so the other important thing here that you noticed hmm. was that the whole thing looks very similar at different levels correct right? hmm. world country city hmm. etc so uh, in fact this might remind you of fractals right yes. self similar and that is uh, one of the important characteristics of anything that is uh, described by a power law right if hmm. you look at a social network the entire social network uh, will look very similar to if you look at a smaller pocket of it just that social network within say India or within Pune or if you just take a subset of only the uh, maths geeks hmm. in a social network that will have its own smaller power law <laughs> right <Okay>. so uh, <laughs> fair um, it uh, appears in other places also right? huh. if you look at the number of say if you look at a whatsapp large whatsapp group huh. right and you look at how many people are posting bad posts right like offensive it's usually or one or two it's literally usually one two or maybe like a small group of Always, idiots right. in fact if you just look at count the number of bad posts huh. by person and then you sort it in decreasing order you will see a power law uh, coming. That right? makes me wonder why admins don't kick if out those people. If you look at traffic offenders in a city, huh. you'll notice there will be a power law there, right? If you get wait, look what, at traffic offenders power law, how does that work? Like all of or a major chunk of the traffic offenses are caused by one person or one no, set no, of a small number, a much smaller number, right? You know, again, eighty twenty rule you call right? Eighty percent <laughs> of the offenses will probably be by 20% of the people so why 50% will be by 1% why not take away their driving licenses and make sure that they never drive on the roads again in fact that is one of the ways in which you use a power law okay which is that whenever something is power law distributed it is not and you want to stop that behavior it is not necessary to catch and punish everybody you just take a small fraction of the top guys and you shut them down that results in two things one is that it gets rid of a lot of the volume hmm. entirely hmm. and it serves as an example for the others so can we just clip this little part this little explanation by Naveen and send it to everywhere where the power law is harmful to humanity like yes. everywhere right. traffic offenders liars rich getting richer yes so for example if you are running a large whatsapp group hmm. right all you have to do 
is that those few people hmm. who are doing most of the uh, say rude posts right you scold them one or two times maybe kick out one or two of them and after that the group is going to be very well behaved right uh, there is actual studies of this on things like reddit hmm. right where you see that a lot of the offensive behavior comes from a very tiny fraction of the posters and moderators of groups where they uh clamp down on this behavior quickly very soon the whole thing settles down into good behavior right so mm-hmm. the amount the good thing about the power law is that the amount of effort needed to improve things mm. is much smaller than what you would think just by looking at the size right hmm. conversely hmm. power law right you said this is a power law it goes in reverse also right yeah. so if you don't shut down that 1% they can quickly overwhelm everything <laughs> and they can also infect other people and they can end up creating a culture of bad behavior right so it has to be done early and it has to be done consistently ah, so this reminds me of a lot of things from uh, a time when i was not doing this <laughs> but yes. let's not go there yeah uh uh but uh, this this example that you gave is applicable in so many scenarios so yeah. what you're essentially saying is if you let the people who are being nasty on whatsapp continue being nasty right. then that will infect the other people other people so yes it's the one bad ap- uh, apple in a bunch yes. example that yes ap- applies here right uh, uh. all of these behaviors are infectious and the number of new people who start behaving badly will be proportional to the number of people behaving badly currently and that is a power of compounding it can take over everything so be careful i know yeah but here's what i'm thinking how how do i know when a power law is applicable and when probably a different kind of distribution is applicable because yeah. not everything will be distributed yeah in a power law distribution so in fact this is a very important point uh, that you brought up right okay there are two distributions in nature which are very important one is power law but uh-huh. even more important than a power law uh-huh. is the normal distribution otherwise known as the bell curve the bell curve right if you look at iqs in the general population they are distributed as a bell curve correct 100 iq 100 is average and that is the maximum correct and then as iq goes up or goes down the number of people reduces right under that yeah for if you look at IQ. say heights of people that's also a normal uh, distribution right correct so whenever there is something in nature mm. where there is sort of a mean behavior mm. and variation from the mean is not common right that is a normal distribution basically if there is no rich get richer uh, dynamic going right because i can't uh, i can't get height from anywhere it is yeah. basically something that is inherent yeah. in me or i can't get iq from anywhere in fact let us get into that a little bit more right mm-hmm. a lot of people are under the impression mm-hmm. that if uh, two parents are very high iq mm-hmm. then the child is going to be even higher iq right that's not at all true right if you look at some of the smartest people in history and try to think of their children most of them you have never heard of right that's because iqs do not have a rich get richer uh, dynamic so what your family is an outlier 
threw him for a loop. That means the entire family is intelligent in case you didn't know. You should so, listen to the other members of the family yeah. and uh, you know get a sense of their smartness. The entire family, like this is a proper outlier in his in his uh, example. Yeah. So the point is that in most of these cases, there is reversion to the mean. Right? If I've, you, you yeah. take a high IQ person and go down say three mm. generations from there, you will end up with normal IQs, right? Mm. So that's Average. why IQs are okay. normally distributed. Mm. But when there is a rich get richer dynamic, mm. then you will get a power law distribution. So you have to know, uh, either you have to know or you have to just study it and do some measurements to understand if this is a power law or a normally distributed hmm. thing, right? So uh, how do I spot a power law if uh, if I can spot a power law is there a way to say like, in general hmm. try to think of does looking at average hmm. make sense here or not okay ah. let me I mean if I look at a class huh. and I ask what is the average what are the average marks in this class that makes sense very That's, likely the marks are going to be bell curve uh, distributed right hmm. if I or performance a, in an office right? again a bell curve distribution there will right. be uh, excellent people, there will be people who are slackers and most of yeah. the people are average. But the income, yeah. the salaries being no, paid out. If I take a look at say a bar, hmm. right? And the incomes in that bar, the average doesn't really make sense because if Bill Gates walks into that bar, then <laughs> the average person in the bar is now a billionaire. Right? Average. Right? So their average doesn't make sense because Correct. the upper end doesn't really have a limit. Correct. Right? It could be million, it could be 10 million, it could be 100 million, it could be a billion, it could be 100 billion, even 100 billion doesn't seem to be the limit, right? So that's the so key. So there, hmm. wealth and income is power laws, right? Correct. In fact, if you uh, plot, hmm. uh, I mean, that's where we get this problem, right? Which is that, I mean, let me talk in terms of the 80-20 rule, where we said that, you know, 80% of revenues come from 20% of the customer. Correct. Similarly, what you will see is that 80% of the income in a country will come from 20%. Now, of course, this is not a hard and fast rule. It varies a little bit, but because wealth and income are power laws, what you will find is that in every country in the world, the top 1% will have quite a large fraction Correct. of the income. They right? do. They do. They do. And just that number by itself, like if I just say that uh, the top 1% in India get about 20% uh, of the income, hmm. right? Hmm. Hmm. That number by itself doesn't tell you anything. You have to look at it in comparison. Hmm. Is it good or bad compared to other countries? Correct. It's an is indicator. It's a measure. More important, you have to see has it been increasing in the last few years or decreasing, right? That is more important because that number by itself, we are humans are not good at intuitively understanding then things related is, to power laws. There is a threshold and this is a discussion that Naveen and I keep having uh, off camera also. Yeah. There is My contention is that there is a number at which or there is a specific threshold at which top X have Y percent starts beginning to matter. Naveen's uh, contention is that it matters when you take into account other factors related uh, to that particular statistic or to that particular yeah. measure or indicator. Yeah, what I am trying to say is that just that number by itself doesn't really 
give you a deep understanding of how bad uh, this is right it doesn't it it like, I, but we can't ignore that number either yeah no no i'm not saying we should ignore that number i'm just saying that that number has to be put in context you have to put given much more data for that number to make sense right because whenever there is a power law you are going to get ridiculous numbers like this right 1% of the people hmm. are responsible for 25% of the lies hmm. right hmm. that just seems right yeah, it but is. then again you know 1% of people are getting 20% of the income the same number because it came from the same power law correct right? no i i think a lot of these times uh, a lot of the times when you read say hmm. headlines like this or yeah. reports like this they are basically meant to attract attention in yeah. a somewhat clickbaity way for example yeah. we might title this video one percent of the people will watch uh 80 of this video 99 won't watch <laughs> beyond the first three minutes yeah. <laughs> and it will get your attention yeah it works what the eventual result of it is that you reach this point and you heard all about the power line now you're thinking where power law applies in your life so it works yeah. right so i think you know you would argue hmm. that when it is used to point out inequality it's a good thing hmm. let me give examples where it's a bad thing right please, where, please. Um, let's let's look at stocks Okay. okay if there is a person hmm. who has say 30 or 50 stocks that they have bought over the last 10 years hmm. right now if you look at the return on each of these stocks hmm. and then you sort it by decreasing order of returns <laughs> this is going to be a power law right yeah there is a rich gets richer dynamic here there is an unlimited upside yeah. uh, here so it will be a power law correct now correct. what this person can do is huh. No matter what that portfolio is, the top through three uh, stocks will have performed like crazy. Okay. And if this person talks about just those stocks, they will look like a genius of investing. <laughs> and most likely that person actually believes that himself. <laughs> it's usually a he when he believes this. And this person believes he's a genius in investing because he knows there are three stocks which give <laughs> ridiculously high returns compared to the stock market. Because it's Be a power law, it's always easy to come up with examples you're, you're like this. You are very close to being misandrist, Naveen. Be very, very careful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know women who go around boasting like this, but there are men who do, okay? So... Yeah, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Please take it as a joke. All of yeah. this is meant as a joke. Nothing serious. No misandry, no yeah. misogyny here. Yeah. This was purely a joke. <laughs> but, hmm. you know, so... For example, whenever people are talking about stocks, uh, always they talk about these examples without really talking about the full portfolio. Right. In fact, most of these people don't even actually do that analysis themselves as to how their entire portfolio did. Hmm. Uh, right. And that's where a power law trips you up. Hmm. I'll give another fun example related to stocks. Right? Please, we need one. Let's pick, pick one of those top stocks, right? Like performed like crazy, right? Huh. Say, uh, 20 years ago, you bought... TCS stock right? or 20 months ago you bought GameStop yeah so again there are studies which show huh. that if you take just the daily returns huh. of uh, the stock huh. right and you plot the daily returns in decreasing order of return Huh. Again, you will see a power law. Most days the stock didn't do anything interesting and there were a few days where there's like these big uh, jumps and 
Isn't that what day traders are essentially trying to do? Time those jumps so that yes. you don't have to remain invested yeah. for the other days when it doesn't do anything. But it's a anything. power law which means that this is really, really small number. So the smarter thing stock. to do is to stay invested. Yes. Power of compounding works best when you are there for a long time consistent. But keep in mind that for example, hmm. if in any important stock like this, if you missed the top 10 or 15 biggest daily jumps, jumps you would have not made any uh, reasonable amount of money at all, right? You would have probably underperformed the stock market. And this is for a stock which did like amazing returns. So power laws trip you up in funny ways uh, and you have to be careful. Very, very careful. To put it differently, hmm. it is very easy to come up with clickbaity headlines and, uh, you know, genius sounding numbers when there is a power law involved. What you have to do is dig deeper and look at the overall picture, not just the top end. The digging deeper is something we recommend all the time. Yeah. There is a reason this is future IQ. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so, uh, let's, let's take a look at or let's try and uh, talk about how not to get tripped by power law. Yeah. One example you've already given in terms of, uh, you know, uh, curtailing the uh, nastiness of the most powerful users, yeah. top users in a right. WhatsApp community, if they are becoming rude and typically in bad behaviors in various situations, mm. like group situations, mm. uh, is a power law. And what that means is that a small fraction of users are responsible for most of the bad behavior. Mm. Shut them down before they right. infect everybody that's else. that's one way of uh, you know kind of combating the power law yeah. what are the other ways another of... one is to keep in mind that if there is a power law hmm. average is not a great measure right okay. we gave the Fair. example of bill, bill gates, gates in, in a bar, bar. yeah uh, so one of the thing averages make most sense when there is a bell curve a normal distribution there mm. the average in the middle is also the same as the most common number right whereas with the power law an average is just going to throw you so remember uh, there you probably want to ask for a median uh, right? right i'll give you an example from right this week mm. there was a report going around where they analyzed the number of books mm. uh, that people read in an year mm. and there the average was 12 Right. And all of you are like sitting there and thinking, oh, shit. Right. I, I am three books read, behind. I didn't read 12 books and I'm now very below average. Right? Yeah. The problem is that the, there are some people who are so crazy, they read a ridiculously high number of books. Yeah. So the number of books read is a power law. Oh, OK. Smart. And that's why if you look at the average there, hmm. it's the, a wrong measure. Mm, yeah. The median is four books. That ah. makes you feel much better, I Much, right, much yes. better. Because that means so, I can read a book every three months and I still have about, yeah. I don't know how many days to finish this book. So not just average. Anytime you see a statistic where it's saying, you know, hmm. the top X percent have or control or something, such a huge fraction of everything. Remember, there is a power law going on. You need to dig deeper, look at better uh, numbers. Better numbers, better don't data. Don't base your decisions or thought process on just that top X percent number. Right? Yeah, I personally believe that there is something there for you to consider. But what that number is telling you to directly consider is not exactly the thing yeah. you should be considering. There Most be... importantly, something that applies to you in your daily life. Hmm. I would call it the power law of effort. 
okay that let's take the example hmm. uh, that tim ferris gives in his book the 4 hour chef okay. okay he says you can become a really high quality chef in 4 hours right and to, to do that what he does is that he goes talks to a bunch of chefs okay and tries to understand from them which are the most important things to learn to be a master chef master chef right and not what, the series but the person and what he has realized is that there is a power law uh, there right okay uh, to give a simpler example uh, you're trying to learn a language right huh. if you look at all the words in english huh. and you order them by frequency of how often they're used that's a power law okay uh, you some of you might have heard it as a zipfian distribution because zip was a mathematician who found this or linguist maybe but that's just one example of a power law right which means that if you take the top n words or top n phrases and learn those you will have learned a quite a large fraction of the, uh, the actual language being spoken right time to learn a few new languages i guess in fact tim ferris does that uh and he's described it in that book similar concept applies to But becoming a high quality chef this requires that somebody do that initial yes, work absolutely yeah huh. yeah yeah so you you don't you can't just randomly go and learn random things right you have to get that distribution, distribution first so F tim ferris has described it in his book take a look but it involves talking to the experts and finding what's the book called again the 4 hour chef right check it out more Link generally more generally power law works for any kind of uh, learning right mm -hmm. uh, i mean if you talk in terms of the 80 20 distribution uh, learning 80% of something is going to take just 20% of the time correct right? correct uh, it's only that you want to go from 80 to 90 90 to 95 95 to 99 that takes an increasing amount of time so yeah. if that is not your aim then you can learn something very quickly if you pick the right things to learn at the beginning based on the power law right hmm. so i'll have to go and look at language learning apps that will uh, hmm. do this 80% uh, extraction for me yeah. and then probably learn a couple of languages this year i'm going to try hmm. i am definitely going to try but yes. i wonder if there are any apps like that if you know yeah. of any of uh, those apps please tell us in so the comments so another or... place where power law of effort would apply hmm. is say in your company some business right uh, 80% of the revenue comes from 20% of the customers so you want to focus on that 80% of the complaints come from 24% of the customers so you want to try to get rid of those customers uh, you know don't fire those customers but use pricing tricks to get rid of them <laughs> we have done an episode on yes. pricing take a look at that everything you know about pricing is wrong i think we called it yes so, and yeah. uh, it was a fun episode that you should definitely check out yeah okay uh, i guess that basically sums up uh, everything that we have to discuss about power law today if yeah. you have any questions any doubts any additional thoughts please feel free to send them to us either via comments or uh, on our twitter but uh, this is uh, wait didn't we do an episode on uh, something similar with numbers and digits uh, whenever there is a power law involving numbers so hmm. for example uh, the number of people who voted for the first candidate versus second candidate versus third candidate yeah i remember this example that would be a power law uh, number of people who applied uh, insurance payouts will be a power law and what that means 
because humans are not good at understanding power laws Haan. it means that when somebody tries to commit fraud Haan. they end up doing a normal distribution or a uniform distribution yes. when it should have been a power law and then the numbers look wrong we did it in an episode called benford's law which is gives you a very simple method of finding fraud uh, we didn't explain it at that time but now is the right time that yeah. comes from the power law keep in mind that yeah. human abilities yeah. are normally distributed but the outcomes based on those abilities are power law distributed right which means that effort you put in hmm. is always going to be linear right i mean in one month you can only put in maximum one month of effort right correct but what you get out of it can be a power law distribution right so remember karmanyavadikaraste there we go again yes. that's like the mantra to navin's life karmanyavadikaraste oh absolutely mathaleshu kadachana yes. so i think uh, it would be a good time to go to uh, that episode check that out and then you know combine both these learnings and take away an additional learning with you and yeah while you do that we will go and take some water to drink <laughs> shrikant navin future iq Future IQ is a video school production. Look up the Future IQ on YouTube or follow us in your favorite podcast player. Leave us a comment or a review if you can. It helps new listeners find the show. Find Naveen on Twitter as @ngkabra and Shrikant as @shrikant. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much.